This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Welcome to Life on Music. I'm your host, Jesse Napper. If you're new to the show, this is the podcast where I chat with a different musician each episode, all about music. And for this one, I have Laura Keat, who recently put out a single called Oracle, which sounds like this. Eyes on me. I'll give you life, me. I'll give you life, me. Listen to that wherever you buy or stream music and you should also go check out Laura's socials which I'll leave in the description of the episode along with the socials for Life on Music if you wanted to check them out. But I recorded this episode in November so there's a little bit of a gap between the recording and the release, bigger than usual, but it was still a really fun chat to have and we should listen to it right now. Let's get into it. This is my chat with Laura Keat. So here I am with Laura Kate. How are you doing today, Laura? I'm great. I'm kind of terrified about the interview. <laughs> Why are you so terrified? <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like I might be asked questions that are going to be put me on the spot and I won't know how to answer. <laughs> okay. First question. What's your problem? <laughs> oh, raging anxiety. <laughs> I feel you. I yeah. feel you. And that is all for today's show. Um, oh, no. Um, well, I thank you. I thank you for for being here, and um, I'll try to not make you too nervous. I'll thank try. And, you. I'll try to be at least a little nice. Okay. I can't. I would appreciate. No that. guarantees. No guarantees. But you're here because we're chatting about your new single, um, your first single you've put out called Oracle. Yeah. Which is very good stuff. <laughs> Thank you. If, if I do say so myself. But yeah, how does it feel? We're, we're recording this before it's out, but how does it feel knowing that the song's coming out? No, yeah, it's really exciting. I um, have kind of put off pursuing music for a really long time, um, and this year I've been really focusing on it, so it's really nice to kind of finish up the year ending with releasing a song. It feels really exciting. Right. Is there any reason you've been putting it off? The raging anxiety situation. Anxiety. <laughs> All right, that makes sense. Um, I think that I had a big problem with comparing myself to other musicians who I know in my circle who are incredibly talented uh, and made me feel... Well, actually, it would flare up my imposter syndrome and just make me feel like I wasn't good enough to be able to do it. But therapy is great. <laughs> <laughs> and it's helped me a lot. And I feel like, yeah, I feel really proud of where I'm at at the moment with music. Yeah, cool. So had you performed before this year? Yeah, so I would mostly do uh, covers and that kind of thing Uh up until last year. Um, And then I ended up moving to the Inner West at the start of last year and I 
I told someone, I went to an open mic in Newtown and I said to someone, I moved to Newtown because I've decided I'm going to pursue music, I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they turns out that they organise regular singer-songwriter sessions and they said, all right, well, I'll book you for a half an hour set of originals in a couple weeks. And I hadn't finished any of my original <laughs> songs by that point, but I thought, well, okay, fuck it, I'm going to do it <laughs> and I'm going to use that it. as a challenge. So I did it. I wrote 30 minutes of pretty terrible songs, to be honest, but I did it, and I'm very proud of that. Um, and that kind of got the ball rolling. I started gigging solo all of last year, uh-huh. and then I had the anxiety about asking people to be in a band with me, but I was very lucky to find some really amazing people who I started gigging with in a band in February this year. So we've had the band together since the start of this year. Yeah, cool. Well, I wouldn't, like, I've seen you live a couple of times, and I would have just guessed you've been doing it for ages. Yeah. You, seem, you at least look comfortable up there. Yeah, I, I actually think that despite the anxiety <laughs> that keeps getting mentioned, I think um, I do have a really great feeling when I'm up on stage. That's mm-hmm. the place where I feel like I'm completely myself and completely comfortable. So I'm really glad that that comes across, actually. Yeah, yeah I think I'm I'm kind of the same thing where walking through my day-to-day life I'm just an anxious idiot yeah <laughs> and th- here's the thought that I've had is like I'm anxious all the time anyway I may as well be anxious doing something that I enjoy yeah yeah that's very true like I'm not any more anxious being on a stage than just being in the crowd yeah 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 exactly if you're going to feel anxious you may as well be productive mm, while you're doing no, it exactly <laughs> exactly yeah so like I mentioned I saw you I've seen you twice this year I saw you first at, I can't remember the venue, but with Josh Shipton. Yeah, Marrickville um, Bolo. Marrickville Bolo, yep. that's the one. Um, he is the, I call him like the king of the inner west. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> I've been, I've been like around him, especially this year, a fair bit. And just anywhere, anywhere we go or anywhere we hang out, he'll know like just everyone. Yep. <laughs> like I'll just be talking to some people. Like the second time I saw you, he was there as well. Yep. And just people walking through the door and he's like, oh, hey, yep. oh, good to see you again. It's like, yep. geez, how does this guy know everyone in Newtown? No, he really is the king of the yeah. inner west. <laughs> I think no one, no one meets him and doesn't immediately love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember the first time I met him was he used to do this thing, I don't think he does anymore, but the sideshow of soloists. Oh, right. Um, where it was just, yeah, that's what it sounds like, solo artists playing um, by themselves, no bands, no duos or whatever. Mm. And I have a song that's a, that I'd just written that is a, that's a duet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, and it's a sad song. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm going to play this. Play this. It's usually, I, I usually play it with someone else singing, a female singer, but it's a solo show. I'm going to sing this breakup song by myself. <laughs> and then I just hear from the back of the room. That's from Josh. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It gets very real. (laughs) And he's just got a loud voice. It's just like like if he's singing along to a song, he's louder than the microphone if he's in the the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He doesn't need a microphone. (laughs) Um but we could we could talk about Josh Shipton for hours, <laughs> which is what we're going to do. Um, we don't need to hear anything else about you. Uh, but no, um, yeah. But you've actually you you say you've been 
only really started performing in bands in the band this year. Yeah. Um, but you're in a you're in another band or another couple of things you got going on. Yes. Yeah. Um, I also play with um, Apocalypse Boyo. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some good friends of mine. We've actually got the same bass player in okay. both bands. And I had been playing with the Causeway, but I recently quit. So. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Any any juicy information? Uh, just be better with your time management. Yeah. <laughs> Not want, them, me. <laughs> I wanted to hear a feud. That's a what feud? I wanted no. to hear. <laughs> Unfortunately, I just overcommitted. Damn. Damn. That's fair enough, fair enough. Um, but, yeah, how did you get involved with both of those bands? Um, so with – wait – should I talk about Causeway or not talk about Causeway? You can talk about you can talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about. I'm not I'm not the boss around here. Um, well, I so we started off with Laura Keat, the Laura Keat band at uh-huh. the start of this year. Um, so we've got Joel on bass for that, mm-hmm. um, and we had been playing together for a little while, and then I think he suggested uh, we potentially do a collaboration between Laura Keat and his other band, Apocalypse Boyo. Mm -hmm. Um, So we wrote a song together and we were all really happy with it. Uh, So then uh, Joel and Adam, the two guys that basically run the band, uh, ended up asking me if I just wanted to join the band (laughs) (laughs) instead of doing the collaboration, Um, which I did. I absolutely love playing with them. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, dope. Well, um, I'm sure they're going to fire you any day soon because yeah. of your bad time management. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I went negative just then. What a, what a dick. I'm the fucking worst. Yeah, I can't have hope. Yeah, it's all going to no, fall apart at any minute. No <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah, it is what it is. Um, so, <laughs> thank God for editing. Um, so uh, this new song out, um, the first one, is there, is there any plans for more stuff soon? Um, Well, we've got another song that we were working on, um, which we've recorded, uh, but it still has a lot of work to be done on it. So I'm hoping to work on it over the next few months and hopefully early next year, release that one. That song is called Snail's Pace and it's the one about uh, me hearing about a guy that I used to like talking a whole heap of shit about me and basically it's a giant fuck you song to that guy. <laughs> I love fuck you songs. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favourite song titles of all time is um, by Maddie Jane. It's Fuck You, I'm a Good Person. Oh. <laughs> I, I just love that. That's the best title that I've ever That is a heard. great title. I love that. <laughs> um, I would recommend if you haven't heard it, listen Yeah, no, I'll have a listen. Unless you don't like swearing, then, boy, you're, you're going to be disappointed listening to this podcast. <laughs> Um, but um, yeah, we talked a little bit about um, you've kind of just newer to the to the music scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is your, I guess, your background with music? Because you're quite a uh, quite a good singer, quite a good guitarist, quite a good <laughs> songwriter. What were you doing with that kind of stuff? Like you mentioned the covers, but before that, I guess, growing up and yeah, all that fun stuff. Well, yeah, music's been like a huge part of my life since I was a really little kid. Um, Actually, it's kind of interesting how I got into music. I um, moved to a different school. I grew up kind of in the country and my first school didn't have any kind of music situation. And um, I moved to a bigger school that did have a school band. Um, So I pretty quickly from moving to that school, I asked if I could join the band and I found out there was a boy that left when I got to the school who was playing electric guitar in the band. So I thought, oh yes, I'm going to be a little rock star. I'm going to go learn the electric guitar. Um, So organised it with the band conductor, had the lessons all booked in and then I turned up to the lesson and he didn't have the guitar with him. And he said, oh, I'm really sorry. Like I was eight years old, I think, seven or eight years old. And um, 
came he came in and said, oh, I'm really sorry, um, between the time when you booked the lesson and now, uh, there was another little boy who came up to me and said that he wanted to learn the guitar. Um, and because guitar's a boy's instrument, I've given that to him. Oh. <laughs> the guitar's gone. You, there's no choice now. Here's a flute. This is a girl's instrument. <laughs> so I was absolutely furious. But um, turns out I was actually pretty good at the flute. Okay. There you go. <laughs> um, so I ended up kind of embracing it and then just became a little music nerd and would write um, songs for the school band to play and would get, men- get special mentions in the band newsletter and <laughs> just Love became it. like a teacher's pet and everything. <laughs> and, yeah, then started doing guitar in high school and I always wanted to sing but I was too nervous about it. <laughs> and eventually I finally started doing singing lessons when I was 17, 18 and then eventually ended up studying, uh, did a Bachelor of Music and majored as a vocalist. Um, So that helped a lot with the singing. But yeah, music has been like at the forefront of my life pretty much since the whole flute incident. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm going to call this episode, the flute incident. It's going to be the first one where the artist on isn't the title of the the episode. Boys instruments, girls instruments. I I don't even know what it means. Honestly. And then I remember when I started playing guitar in high school, I had so many fucking people tell me, oh, you play guitar pretty good for a girl. Mm. Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's infuriating. For a girl. Yeah, you need to have a dick to be able to use a fretboard. Like, what? (laughs) Uh, One day I hope to get one so I can play guitar. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. I hope you. I hope you get good at guitar one day. Thank um, you. I'm, I'm trying. Yeah, I am a girl, but I'm, I'm yeah, really trying. Yeah, it's, it's just not going to happen for you. It's not. Is just it? think. Just stick to. Maybe you can play piano. Yeah, that's more of a girl's instrument, yeah. isn't it? Um, what else are girl instruments? The Flute woodwinds. Right. They love the woodwinds. They love the woodwinds. Um, <laughs> thinking back to high school, all the woodwind players were girls. Yep. Um, all the guitar, guitar players. We had, you know. Can't go anywhere near a drum kit, though. That's oh. forbidden for women. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to... We had one girl drummer at high school, and it's like, what are you doing? Get, <laughs> get in your lane. <laughs> I'm going to get cancelled uh, after this one. It's <laughs> the worst things I've ever said on the, on the show. Um, stop me now. Stop me now. Um, cool. So... I'm keen to see you play again. Have you got any any other shows coming up? Um, we've just got a small one coming up at Mosh Pit Bar at the end of the year, but we the bigger one that we've got coming up is we're going to do a delayed single launch uh-huh. on the 6th of January um, at Kelly's. So cool. we're still kind of organising supports and stuff for that, um, but we're going to delay it a little bit because we've got the release and then it's Christmas not long after that. Right, so yeah. yeah. Early fair. start of the year, single launch. Yeah, that's that. It's not a horrible idea. Like, mm. I feel like people can sometimes put their release show too close to the release. Yeah. And people don't yeah. have enough time to know the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be a, I don't know what the sweet spot is, but it's, it's got to be there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully it's a month and a bit. <laughs> yeah. I think, that's, I think that's what I did for my first single as well. And right. it worked a whole lot better than... I've only done two release shows because... The second song. I've got three songs out, but the second song was during like a lockdown, so mm. no shows for no, no, no. good old Jesse. <laughs> I think the first one had a better turnout than the second one. Right. Well, that was other stuff just because it was a show you were at. It was just so late. 
Right. They made me play so late. Yeah. I think that was a big contributing factor. Yeah. Everyone's like, I've got to fucking wake up in the morning. What are you doing, bro? (laughs) Um, But, you know. I'll, um, I'll speak for you. It was a brilliant show, and um, yeah. um, everyone loved it. <laughs> that was that was my best impression of you. Yeah, that 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 nailed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, that's cool. I will, where'd you say Kelly's are going to do the the launch show? Yeah, yeah. So bootleggers or Kelly's or whatever you want to call it yeah. in Newtown. Yeah, I always forget that bootleg. Is bootleggers the name of just the room? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, okay. they yeah, get you to put it as Kelly's when you promote it. I'm oh, sorry, they get you to put it as bootleggers when you right. promote it, and then you have to put in brackets Kelly's upstairs. <laughs> so, mm. But everyone knows it as Kelly's, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's a good place. I played a couple of shows there last year, and yeah. it was fun times. Yeah, my guitars just for for some reason never worked up there. Oh no! Um, I mean, they worked. They were just. I bought a new uh, the the guitar I used to play was just like this big. Like jazz guitar, and oh. they like well, they will just feedback of you, right? If you're not in the right room, yeah, yeah. So I, um, so I, for my second gig I play there, I I bought a new guitar just to play that gig. Oh, which is, that's that's pretty dumb. <laughs> you know, now I, I love that guitar, so I'm, <laughs> I'm glad I bought it. But it just had the same problem, so maybe. Oh, it had the same problem. Yeah, <laughs> no. Maybe it's, maybe it's my amp. I don't know. I think you're the common denominator. Yeah, here, I think dude. I'm the problem. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, it's brilliant. Um, I'm going to try and end this. I, I just talked about myself. I've got to try and end this interview talking about you. So, because I've done a lot of horrible things in this interview. I was the most sexist I've ever been. And I don't want people to hate me. I really bring out the best in people. Um, so, my real, so the real takeaway message for this one, I think, is um, women can really play anything. And, I will I will fight for that. <laughs> this is so noble. <laughs> I will <laughs> as the feminist here, I will no, I'm trying to think of my favorite guitarists. They're all, they're all women. I hate men guitarists. Death to men. Death to Death men. to myself. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> Thanks for listening and thank you to Laura for chatting with me. Don't forget to check out Laura's new single, Oracle, wherever you buy or stream music and go check out her socials along with the socials for Life on Music, which are all in the description of this episode. But that is all for this one. Until the next episode, goodbye. Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music.